welcome to Reframe and Rewire Greatness Through Daily Routine. This podcast is designed to alter your mindsets and transform your day-to-day from the second you open your eyes to you close them at night, adapting what I would call a success routine. This series is liable to change your life. And it's never the big things that you do, but the littlest things you do every day that make the biggest difference. And now, on to the podcast. Thank you for joining. Welcome back to the podcast as we continue to wind down on the series, Dangers and Causes of Hatred. Let's begin by going back over a quick review of what we've covered so far. We started the series out uh, several days ago. We talked about the foundations or dangers and causes. And we went into the roots of hatred, understanding hatred, alterations at a brain and at a cellular level, neural and physical disorders from hatred, uh, stroke aneurysms and weakened immune function. Some of these are actually quite interesting and may surprise you. Inflammation and lung damage, which was a biggie. I know that one was uh, kind of a surprise uh, in some of the things that I had learned in the studies I did for this research. Uh, Shorter lifespan, creating the shift, building a new outlook, the journey out of dangerous mindsets, building a legacy of respect, and getting to the bottom of it. So all of those are what we've talked about so far. Um, I feel like they were all pertinent uh, we had to cover all angles on this to help you uh, at the greatest level. And even if you are uh, helping somebody else to get out of hatred, the one from yesterday has some great questions that you could potentially ask someone um, if you're not asking yourself. So uh, if you're trying to help somebody else out of the trap of hatred, uh, that those might be some great questions to go back and consider. All right, so when we are talking about um, hatred, obviously it has a very negative context to it, but you can always try to find a common ground. Instead of avoiding a person who is filled with hatred or perhaps avoiding somebody that you feel uh, is too hard to love or care about, you may want to try just spending a little bit of time with it, whether it's, a safe, it's in the safety of a phone call or a Zoom call um, or, you know, whatever's comfortable for you, possibly face-to-face. Um, and, and I know that that'll go against every fiber of your being, especially if the person makes your list of top most annoying people or most uh, disliked people. But, you know, when we spend a little bit of time getting to know somebody, and, uh, you know, really begin to maybe understand some of their perceptions and get to know a little bit about them and maybe how they feel the way that they do. And, and, and obviously this has to be done in a civil manner, so I wouldn't recommend that you do this until you work through some of the other steps that we've talked about. But, uh, you know, as they say, walk a mile in somebody else's shoes and you'll see from their perspective. When we take away the impersonal approach that we typically do when we hate and that is to avoid the person or the persons or the people group like a plague and we actually take time to understand them um, it'll help us to develop more empathy and compassion it's just kind of human nature if you will you might see that there are real reasons why they are the way they are 
being able to build a rapport with them will help you to bridge those frustrating communication gaps. Now, if you're saying to me or you're saying to yourself right now or the person next to you, no way, there is no way I could ever do that, then you're shutting the door to possibilities. And the biggest possibility you're shutting the door to is your own personal growth. Think about that. Do you want to become someone who attracts people? Do you want to become someone who people look up to, who respect who they um, revere as someone who has has it all together and uh, is able to deal with some of the worst situations and circumstances with kindness, with calmness, um, at, at the very least without um, lashing out at others or assuming the worst of others. I mean, you know, we talked a little bit about legacy earlier on. And honestly, you know, this is legacy. We're talking about legacy here, right? So if we can learn to build a rapport with others that helps bridge those frustrating communication gaps, and that just takes us to a whole new level, not only in our own lives, but in how others see us. And let's face it, when we get to the end of life, a lot of the stuff that we get ourselves all wound up about just isn't worth it anymore, okay? And you may even find that you have more in common than what you even imagined could be possible. And then once you do understand the differences in people and why they think the way they do, and let's just say you don't agree, then agree to disagree. I mean, that's a very mature outlook. That's a very um, uh, a powerful place to be because now they can't control you and you're not trying to control them. You're just agreeing to disagree and respect one another's differences and, and why they think the way that they do. Um uh, you know, from getting the best performance out of your employees or, or trying to build relationships or, you know, improve the relationships that maybe have broken down. Ha being willing to accept different points of view is a huge part of the healing process and, and in creating a world that, that is much more palatable for all of us. And then finally, take a good look in the mirror. Okay, if you're having ongoing issues with others and there's a pattern in your life of hatred for the same people again and again and again and again, you might want to look inward. Ask yourself, what is it about this person that sets you off? You know, are you letting your sensitivities blow a situation out of proportion? Sometimes it can be jealousy or envy, you know, and we don't really address it that way because we never stop to think if that's what it is. Could resentment be playing a role in how you feel about this person or deal with them. It can also be easy to misinterpret someone's actions or read ulterior motives. Is there something in your own experiences that may be unfairly influencing how you see others? It's important to be aware by your own biases or preconceived notions. And we talked about this a lot yesterday. Recognizing that you share some of the blame could be the very first step in finding peace. All right, so that is all we have time for today. I have just thought of two more I'd like to share, so I'm going to save that for tomorrow, and then we'll finish it up tomorrow, and we'll go on to a new series. So thank you for joining. This is Michelle Steffes. Resolve to be amazing.